Uh, turn with me to the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 5, uh, verses 1 to 11. That's page 1032, if you're following in the Pew Bibles. Page 1032. It's entitled, The Calling of the First Disciples. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret with the people crowding around him and listening to the Word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Over the past four weeks, we have been looking at some of the major principles that apply in spiritual formation. And these four principles are like four cornerstones of a spiritual house. And good spiritual formation happens when we have these four cornerstones of intention we want to change, of surrender. We say, Jesus, you're Lord of my life, and we mean it. Encounter, encounters uh, with the Holy Spirit, fresh revelation from the Holy Spirit as we walk with the Spirit day by day. And then last week, we looked at obedience. Jesus calls us to obey Him. If you love me, You will follow me. If you love me, you will obey me. And we are constantly being shaped and discipled whether we realize it or not. We will either be discipled by the world or we will be discipled by the Lord. And that's the choice we make every day as we get out of our beds. Jesus says, if you allow me to disciple you, it will lead to the abundant life. John 10.10, I lead you into the life of abundance, into quality life. Now, it will not necessarily be a life without pain and without cost, but it will be worthwhile. We saw last week that we are saved by grace, but we also saw that in the obedient life, there is a difference between trying and training. There's a difference between earning and effort, and there's a difference between information and transformation. And if we love Jesus, we will train we will expend effort, 
and we will love and seek to be transformed by Jesus. We will put the information we receive from God's Word and from sermons and from books and from others, we will put it into practice as Nike says, just do it. Richard Foster says, our work is to place ourselves in the way of Christ and invite Him to work in our lives individually and corporately. I've called this series Deep Calls to Deep, the idea being that we are spiritually formed as the deep of God speaks into the deep of our souls. And I'm assuming that you are here today because you want the deep of God to speak into the deep the deepest part of your soul and your heart. I've always loved reading about Peter in the New Testament. We are probably given more details about Peter's life and his journey with Jesus than any other person. And I think it would be fair to say that Jesus did a deep work in Peter's life, and we see something of that as he journeys through the Gospels. In this incident here in Luke chapter 5, I think we can learn a bit about how Jesus not only deals with Peter, but how he deals with us as we seek to go deeper with him. As Peter placed himself in the pathway of Jesus, his life was transformed. Although we see here, and the title of the passage in the NIV is that this is the call of the first disciples, I think Peter was aware of Jesus before chapter 5. In fact, in chapter 4, Luke uses chapter 4 to to tell us about uh, Jesus staying in Capernaum, staying in the house with Peter, and indeed healing his mother-in-law. So there has been a relationship between Peter and Jesus prior to this incident in Luke chapter 5. If you like, there had been an intentional encounter. If I want to use the language I've been using over the past four weeks, there's been an intentional encounter between Peter and Jesus. And, And in this encounter, Peter sees something in Jesus that he wants. And Jesus sees something in Peter. He sees uh, a vision, he sees a desire, he sees a desire to go deeper. Jesus commandeers Peter's boat and is using it as a preaching platform, so there is a closeness developing between Jesus and Peter. And at one point in this episode, Jesus turns to Peter and he says, I want you to put out into deep water. If we are serious about our walk with God, there will come points in our lives when Jesus will say to us, I want you to put out into deeper water. And in terms of spiritual formation, deep water, I want us to use this picture of deep water today to signify two things. The deep water of our lives where things perhaps have been hidden for many years and Jesus wants us to put out into deep water because he has work to do in the, in the depths. Stuff maybe that has happened in the past. And he wants to deal with that because unless it is dealt with, you cannot move forward in, dis- in discipleship and information. And the second thing deep water will represent is the call to take a risk for Jesus to move out of our comfort zone. So first of all then, deep water representing something deep in our hearts, maybe some stuff, maybe some baggage, maybe some hurts or trauma that lies buried deep down within us. Last week I said, you may remember, I said that spiritual formation is a bit like peeling an onion. There's an awful lot of layers. 
And God never really finishes with us. He keeps digging deeper as He seeks to purify us, as He seeks to grow the fruit of His Holy Spirit in our lives. And in this deep work that He does, sometimes we have to go back before we go forwards. Sometimes there is sin in our lives, or there is hurt in our lives, or there is trauma. We talked, it was either last week or the week before, about father wounds, maybe some father wounds. But sometimes we need to go back before we can go forward. And yet what happens is inevitably, we usually put up a sign to everyone saying, no fishing here. But of course, Jesus sees deep into our souls and into our spirit. The Holy Spirit is a bespoke spirit. He deals with us as individuals. And when he says, I want to put out into deep water, he knows that there is stuff there that is holding you back from growing and being formed as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Matt Hatch, in his excellent book, Metamorphosis, says, sometimes we have to go backwards before we can go forwards. There may be trauma in our lives that will need to be unpacked and processed with great care. And this may seem daunting, but ignoring it doesn't make it go away. He continues, God does change our status and our standing before Him when we are saved, but we are still essentially us. This includes all the impact of our past, our family of origin, our upbringing, which all comes to bear on how we live in the present these foundational things, some of which we have no control over, make us who we are. Pete Scazzaro says, Jesus may be in your heart, but grandma and grandpa is in your bones. And the task of discipleship is to get Jesus more and more into your bones. So as we travel with Jesus and as we journey with Him, sometimes He will say to you, I want to put out into deeper water. Peter is scared with this whole process. He's awestruck. He's, he's, he's filled with fear when he sees the, the large catch of fish that they have, and his response is to fall at Jesus' feet and to say, go away from me. Go away from me. I am a sinful man. There was only so much that Peter could take. And yet, we can be the same, can't we? As Jesus gets closer and closer, we say, go away from me, Lord. I don't want to go there. Part of spiritual formation is letting Jesus get closer and closer to us and to look into the deep waters of our soul and our spirit. And he needs to do a work there, a work that can be done individually as you read God's Word, as you pray, as maybe you go on a retreat Maybe you enter into the period of solitude or even fasting, and God can deal with us through these disciplines. He can go deep into our hearts and our souls. But in addition to the individual disciplines, and Richard Foster looks at this in his book, Celebration of Discipline, he also says there's a place for corporate disciplines where we open ourselves up and we're vulnerable to the church and where the church helps us to grow deeper in Christ. And inevitably, that will lead to some vulnerability. Sometimes when you have a physical hurt or an injury, you need to go to a hospital. You cannot sort it yourself. And the church is like a hospital for the sin-scarred and for the wounded. 
As we grow in spiritual formation, we recognize that we need our hearts to be transformed. We need to transform or we will transfer our hurt onto someone else. After 30 plus years in ministry, I have discovered that hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. Richard Rohr says, if we do not transform our pain, we will most assuredly transmit it usually to those closest to us, our family, our neighbors, our co-workers, and invariably the most vulnerable to our children. So when Jesus starts to do His work by His Spirit, when He says, I want to go deeper into your life, I want to deal with some stuff that's in the past, don't say like Peter said, go away from me, Lord, but invite Him in. Invite His Spirit in. And when Jesus does this, He starts to change us. He starts to transform us. There's spiritual formation that happens. I was reminded in a book, the staff are reading together, of another incident in Peter's life. It's right at the very end of John's gospel, John chapter 21, where again Jesus asked them to go into the deep water and to put the nets out on the other side of the boat. Again, they'd been fishing, had caught nothing. And they put the fish, or the, sorry, the nets out into the other side of the boat, and the, the, the fish were coming into the nets. It was so crammed full. They, they, they counted the fish, 153. And Peter gets over the side of the boat, and he, he runs to the shore where Jesus is, where Jesus has made them breakfast. And I mentioned this last week where Jesus goes into this conversation with Peter and he asks him three times, do you love me? Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me? Do you really love me? And what is happening there is that John, or sorry, Peter is, is in his own heart. Peter is seeing the, the denials. He denied Jesus three times. And there's stuff there. But instead of suppressing it, holding it down. Jesus is bringing it out. Jesus is bringing it forward. And so he asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter recognizes that Jesus is doing a soul work in him. Jesus is doing a painful work, but Jesus is doing a necessary work. He's bringing him to the place of call and ministry where he's really going to use Peter. And shaky Peter is going to come, become Peter the rock. And he's going to become the leader of leaders. And so gently Jesus leads him back to lead him forwards. If you are serious about spiritual formation, Jesus will do a deep work in you. He will put out into deeper waters. Because this is the place where Jesus does his best work. If you allow him. And then secondly, and very briefly, the deep water is also the place of calling. It's the place of risk. It's the place of adventure. Jesus says to Peter, put out into deep water, and they catch all, the, all these fish, and then Jesus says to him, don't be afraid, Peter. From now on, you will catch men. Intentionality, surrender, encounter leads to obedience. And it leads to God using us more and more and more with the gifting that He has for us. When we launch out into the deep in obedience to Jesus' command, 
Whenever we ask him to come and take command of our souls, he will lead us into more effectiveness for him. You can stay in the shallows, but God wants us to go deeper. The shallow end tends to be a bit noisy and busy, but God tends to speak in the still, small voice, in the depths, in the quiet place, in the place of substance. Deep people are wise people. Deep people are people who have taken risks with God and who have stepped out of their comfort zones. It is often said that God call, when God calls us, He equips us. And if He is calling you to a new role, He will equip you. Sometimes you have to press a door or two, but if you're walking with the Spirit, it will soon become very apparent whether the Lord is in that work or not. Those whom God calls he equips. When we offer prayer ministry at the end of the services, there's something of the two things I've spoken about this morning that are going on. There's the deep waters of helping you maybe deal or start to deal with some of the stuff that is holding you back as a Christian. And so we ask for the Spirit maybe to reveal to the team, to reveal to you where there's stuff holding you back in spiritual formation. But it is also the place where we can test certain leadings and seek to hear the Spirit's voice with other people, with the church. And when we test and see, is, what, is this what the Lord is calling me into? So those two things are going on in prayer ministry. And again, I would encourage folks to take up the invitation, the offer to come for prayer ministry at every service because God may be wanting to do a deeper work in your soul. Anytime I have found God calling me to go deeper with Him and step out of my comfort zone, I have never regretted it. I have always found it enriching and in deepening. The Holy Spirit is a bespoke spirit. He has a plan for you. <clears throat> he wants to shape you, and while He will do that in community, He will do individually. He will have a plan for you. To go back to John chapter 21, when Peter was restored by Jesus, Peter's looking around at the other disciples, and he looks at, we think, John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, and he says to Jesus, what about him? What's going to happen to him? And Jesus says, that's not your concern. What is that to you? You follow me. You follow me. And sometimes we can be so concerned about other people's followings and what other people are, are, are doing with Jesus that we forget, what is Jesus doing in me? Am I growing? Am I being spiritually formed? You cannot walk anyone else's journey for them. And what God has for someone else may not be for you. Each of us are at different stages and levels of growth and maturity. But Jesus will lead us into the deep waters at the time that suits him and is best for us. And that is why his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Because it fits us. It is not another person's yoke. It is shaped for you. It will not lead to striving, it will lead to effort, yes, it will lead to training, it will lead to discipline, it will lead to transforming, but it will not be striving and stressful and anxious. That is not the Lord's will for us. So is Jesus today saying to you, let's put out into deep water, there's stuff needs to be dealt with in your heart from maybe years ago and you have said, no fishing. But maybe today is the first day of the Spirit saying, no, today's the day when we start to do that work. 
Or is today the day where Jesus is leading you to go out into deeper water? Maybe to go to Romania? To do something different, to step beyond your comfort zone? Do take up the offer to pray for someone to pray with you. Let's put out into deep water. Let's pray. And just, Lord, in these moments as we, as we still ourselves, we want to be at the deep end. And so, Holy Spirit, come and speak. Holy Spirit, speak to us of your will for us, your heart for us, your plans for us. And if there is stuff very deep down in our hearts, if we need to look back before we're going to go forwards, Lord, will you gently show us what that is? And will you start to do your work right there? That we might be spiritually formed into the likeness of Christ. Come, Holy Spirit and do your work. And we pray this in the name and for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.